Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Imperfect Parenting Podcast. I'm Stu. Those of you who have been listening will know that we have been doing a series on performance and what performance can and I suppose should look like for our children and even for for adults. And uh, we've loved talking to Rod Charlton, who is a high performance coach and psychologist who works with, with athletes, some of whom are at the top end of the, the sporting profession. So this episode is, is the next little snippet. As I've said before, we did this over video conference. The audio isn't fantastic and it is kind of cut together, but there's some really good stuff today. Again, some, some things that, that we really enjoyed hearing Rod talk to and some challenging stuff for us to think about as parents and maybe even as ourselves. So enjoy listening. Something that I thought about in the last two weeks is that the world is in sport, unfortunately, is going more and more into the, the world of competition rather than playing sport. And competition, it talks to winners, losers, talks to hierarchies and you know basically going to tournaments and then the problem is that coaches now have reputations and jobs to keep at universities they've got to uh, be seen to be doing well and it's uh, unfortunately the coaches in most cases do not necessarily have the child's uh, well-being at heart um, when you get to some of the more elite le uh, leagues in um, both school, school boys and universities, it's about them using this now for a stepping stone so hopefully they can become a national coach. And so, uh, as a result of it, they utilize the ch children as pawns, as, uh, even though that they might be practicing at five o'clock in the morning before schools, and those guys also got to get a matric. Or at university, uh, playing seven hockey matches a week. You know, that's seven, and still going to practices. It loses its novelty. And a big part in elite athletes, it's hard work to rest. You've got to rest so that it's hard. It's uncomfortable in resting. We only get stronger when we're resting. That's when the muscles recoup. That's when they regenerate. Youngsters around 18 to their mid-20s should be getting plus minus 10 hours minimum of sleep. It's just not happening if you've got a hectic degree happening. And it's all about competition rather than about playing. And playing goes into its fun. That's where we learn. And if you go back to your Greek word for school, it means to play. And sport is designed so that we learn all the time rather than find out uh, so that I'm compete and my sense of self depends on how good a hockey player I am. That's disastrous. So I don't know if that talks to some of the stuff that's happening. It's happening at school, school level. It really is kids getting burnt out before they finish, you know, their, their, their matric year in some sports. They don't want to see it. And as parents, we need to be safeguarding them. Let, let yeah. that sport be a lifelong thing that they journey through. 
a comment from me on that is that we uh, just had a gala, uh, the sort of the big school gala that my my son swam in, and it was very interesting. So one of the boys who won, who was the the top swimmer for his age group, we know the parents afterwards was was saying, you know, well done to your boy, and and well done, it's fantastic, uh, you know, he, he swam so well. And the dad was telling me that he was a swimmer when he was he was younger, and how his dad uh, really pushed him to you know to, to swim all the time, and he eventually just had had enough, and he just he walked away from swimming and, and took up underwater hockey, <laughs> uh, and became an underwater hockey player. I loved it, and absolutely loved it, and kind of carried on doing that. And so he was saying to me, you know, we've had people come and say like, you know, your son needs to needs to do extra practices and extra, you know, get private coaching and so forth. And he's, he's decided that that's up to his son to decide whether mm -hmm. he actually wants to do those things. It's not mm -hmm. actually, he's, he's not going to, because of, you know, his experience. And so one of the questions I had for you was around what do you think of extra practices, private coaching, holiday coaching, getting kids to play club sport as well as school sport? Uh, you know, you've spoken a little bit to it, I think, now. But um, what do you mm -hmm. think of all of that? The key thing is fun. Fun. Are they with their mates? Why are they doing this? Why are they doing this? If it's only so that they can make the team and become a provincial sports person and they're doing it with people that they don't know, it just adds stress to their lives and your life as a parent. It's crazy. You're on this treadmill. And, you know, there's something, and I can say I've learned this myself, is that our children change over the journey of school. And the, that physicality, that maturity, it, it just evolves. And, you know, it goes off in certain directions that we would never have thought possible. And some, some are early developers, some are late developers. And to actually try and put them in and, and, and define them and define their future at an early age is just crazy. It, it, there's no scientific evidence that supports that. It actually can be harmful if, if it's not well managed. Every te professional tennis player who comes through the circuit, you know, yay, it's great, my uh, uh, new Nadal or Djokovic. For every Djokovic that makes it, there's probably 25 that are as talented, if not more talented, that give up because they're just hating the process. And and then that's something that uh, parents need to go in inwards and look at your child and, and really see whether they are actually in that good, enjoyable space. And there must be room for failure along the way and rest and recuperation and, you know, doing nothing. And on that note, part of the foundation for wanting your children to fulfill their potential, you know, one of the best definitions I've, I've heard, you know, people talk about confidence. You know, what is confidence? A great definition is confidence is the bridge between potential and performance. I'll say it again, is the bridge between potential and performance. That's our task as parents. How do we give them confidence? Not not sort of false confidence that only comes because of a result. The true confidence becomes because of your inner characteristics, like how do you address adversity? 
How do you recover from failure? How do you treat the imposter of fame and winning? Because that's what it is. You might be doing very well at junior level because you've matured earlier. Doesn't make you necessarily a better person than the person next to you. In fact, it might be just easier because you've matured earlier and that guy next to you is still maturing and is a late developer and then putting in all the right effort and what have you. And that will come to the fruition, uh, fruition later on. So that's where we'll end it for this episode as we'll continue on a different topic with Rod in the next episode. But what Rod did remind me certainly in this episode is, is that winning and losing getting top marks are actually the imposters and that growth and learning and conversations and who we becoming through the winning and the failures and the, the highs and the lows, both as adults, but also how we demonstrate that to our children. And that's so easy to get sucked into wanting our child to do so well that we can tend to push them towards things that actually don't matter. And we can tend to stress ourselves and them out to care about things that, that are really not what it's all about, what actually will build them into resilient, healthy adults one day. So I hope this was a, a challenging episode to you. I hope it was something that, that can spark something in your family and your parenting and we look forward to having you join us for the next episode.